So, last episode, Spider-Man and Mr. Cuddlebear were attacked at Peter Parker's apartment by a fella by the name of Adrian Toomes, also known as the Vulture, literally out of the clear blue sky. The uh, pair worked together to bring down the villain, who apparently had some sort of beef with Parker, but before they could get too much out of him, the two of you were confronted by Detective McCarthy, who had tracked you down with some superpowers of his own in order to deliver a business card. Who of an, knew? <laughs> of an individual that he believed might be able to help keep you safe. A man by the name of Darius Wonder, director of an organization known as the House of Ganymede. Um... Your attention was drawn to the warehouse district of Queens, where another battle was taking place between Malachite and the Comet uh, versus Rock and Redeemer. Uh, Spidey and Cuddlebear joined the fray and brought the villains down, but the answer as to why they attacked in the first place has yet to be addressed. So that's kind of where we left it last time, uh, was you guys just taking these two guys down, but exactly why they are there we really haven't gotten to the bottom of that. <clears throat> so I leave it now in your hands. So we've got so them apprehended? You've got them apprehended. They're, uh, they're both conscious. Uh, Rock is, is hurt pretty bad. Uh, Redeemer is uh, all scratched up from, uh, <laughs> from the cat attacks from inside of his armor. Uh, but uh, both of them are, are sufficiently subdued uh, at this point. Interesting. So what's going on here, guys? Um, hi. Are you talking to them or are you talking to... Uh, I was talking to uh, Malachite. And, Mal Malachite, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, yeah, the, No idea. What was that about? Uh, you know these guys? Never seen them before in my life. Hmm. You know anything, Cat? Um, I'm sitting on top of the webbed up uh, armored guy with myself. Um, let us ask them. Ask away. You seem to be the one to be able to get answers. 
All right. Um, I will kind of turn to the. What is this guy? Red Rocket? Red Redeemer? Uh, Redeemer. <laughs> My character's name is like kind of on top of his, so I fucking see it's like Red Omar Cuddle Bear. No, I definitely think it's Red Rocket now. Uh, it I think it's Red Rocket now. <laughs> Red um, Rocket. Red Rocket. Tell us why you're you're here. And I'll kind of try to impel him to want to tell us. He thinks maybe he'll get off easy if he tells us what's going on. Okay. And he gets to roll a psyche to resist that. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, what's what does what is my what's my difficulty? Um. Well, uh, do do you roll? I thought I thought we said that they rolled to resist. Yeah, but like uh, to guys, I guess to make it somewhat uh, more challenging, uh-huh. we have have me roll to get the thing off to give them something to resist. Oh, okay, yeah, no, yeah, I think I remember us talking about that. Yes, yeah, so I'll let you go ahead and do that. He's probably not going to make it. <laughs> uh, well, I've got a green on my end. Okay. Um, so his it would be amazing as the the rank, uh, the rank that he's trying to get mm-hmm. or an amazing feat. Yeah. So yeah, there's no way he can do that. He uh, he's rolling on the typical column there. So the only thing he could have done was to to roll a 100 basically to uh, to overcome that. So you got to try. <laughs> oh yes, I have to try for sure. His world. Um, so he he doesn't really sense that that's coming from the cat. Obviously, why would you? Um, now, did did you telepathically speak to him, or are you just kind of trying to compel him to speak? Uh, I. I telepathically asked him why he's here and then going to compel him to tell the truth. Okay. So he looks directly at Malachite. And he kind of leans forward in the in the armor a little bit. And he says, ever hear of Emil Blonsky? Who? Emil Blonsky. No. Well, he knows your girlfriend's dad pretty well. Uh, he? What are you talking about? We used to work with him and his unit until the Gamma took control of him. Does that ring a bell? Maybe. You can roll uh, an intuition if you want. Okay. Oy. White. Oh dear. Okay. Does not <laughs> ring a bell. <laughs> the name definitely does not ring a bell. Okay. Um, and uh, he's speaking of the Gamma, you know, taking control of him. And the only person you can really think of in, in this, of course, is uh, Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's definitely not talking about him. Um, 
he uh, he kind of continues though and he says we were sent here to retrieve you retrieve me yeah and do what with me that is not part of our uh, information that we're able to give because we have no idea we're just supposed to bring you in well, that's not going to happen. Into where? To the guy that hired us. Just him? Just him? Just him, as far as I know. And where were... I mean, what's the location of this place you were taking him? Well, we were h- hired by this guy to, to drop him off uh, in a warehouse located in Staten Island near the docks. <sighs> That's all you know. Yeah, we were hired by this guy, outside party. Never seen the guy face-to-face, calls himself Mr. Blue. He wired us the money, sent us to this warehouse in Staten Island where we found these suits and instructions on how to use them. And we spent the last couple of weeks since the blip learning how to use them. So he didn't tell you what he wants with me at all? Nope. Just that he wanted you. Probably to <laughs> study. Maybe break you apart. See what <laughs> makes you tick. Wonder if that's what the vulture was doing. Gonna yes. take us there. I'm gonna, I'm going to ask them if he, if they are working with the vulture. The who? Uh, old guy. The vulture. He flies. Never heard of him. Mm -hmm. I kind of look over to Spidey. That doesn't make sense. Mm. Maybe perhaps we should have questioned your friend Vulture. Our little, our friend the cop kind of was blocking us on that. Yes, the cop block. The what block? (laughs) Cop block. Oh, cop with a P. Not what I heard. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. um, So we got this card from this guy that the the detective told us could help us. Um, uh, Darius Wander, was that his name? That's correct, yeah. And the house of Ganymede is the, yeah. name, the name of the business on the card. Yeah. Uh, ring any bells? To anybody? Anyone? <clears throat> Bueller? Um, the two of you, Clint and Dragon, uh, had rolled already to see whether or not you recognized that last time. Uh, no recognition there. Uh, right, that's you. why I'm asking other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Landon, if you wanted to make a roll for Malachite, Intuition. Mm-hmm. Yellow, 71. Um, you've been kind of living on the streets over the last several weeks for the most part, you know, and, and have probably had some run-ins, you know, with uh, with some of the homeless and so forth. Clint, I know uh, Pete uh, certainly has working at the uh, uh, homeless shelter, but you've only been at the shelter. 
Uh, right. Yeah. Literally been or uh, Malachite has literally been on the street. Yeah. Um, and you have heard a rumbling of this place, uh, Ganymede, and and someone that you ran into that seemed to also have some sort of unique abilities uh, had kind of dropped that name but you didn't really pay it too much attention because you really just kind of wanted to be left alone and not interact with any anybody else and so forth uh, so you you've heard the name bandied about a little bit on the street okay but most specifically from someone else that is somewhat like you uh, in some way a non-specific person. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then. Um, so, yeah, what do we do with these guys? Should we give the detective a call? I don't know, I guess. Yes. I know of no other... Yeah, so I'll uh, whip out the cell phone. I think I'm, I got his number, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll call him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do, 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 do. This is McCarthy. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, Detective McCarthy, your uh, friendly uh, neighborhood Spider-Man here. <laughs> uh, did you... Uh figure out what that mess was with the with the smoke and the explosion uh yeah um it was uh our uh the uh malachite and the comet kind of getting attacked by these two guys in these special suits that were given to them by some phantom individual that we don't know who is um and they're incapacitated um can you like uh send somebody over to uh come get them um yeah can you uh take a shot of these guys with your phone or something yeah sure click click send holy shit what (laughs) what am i supposed to do with these two um take them to the raft i don't know what do you normally do with people like this okay all right uh Get out of there. Go someplace safe. Maybe yeah. go to that place I talk, told you about. And yeah, I'll catch we, up we, with you later. Yeah, yeah. We, we're, th- we're thinking about it. Okay. I'll send somebody out. All right. Thanks. Actually, a lot of somebodies. But yeah, I'd send more than one. Bye. Um, so, yeah, um, we've got two options, guys. Um, we either give uh, the old Darius Wander a visit or we get the address of this warehouse that these guys were at and see if we can find anything there. What do you want to do? Well, I mean, my thought is if these people want me, uh, I'd rather surprise them than them, them surprise me. Yeah. I would agree. Our first attempt at safety has resulted in both of us being found by these villainous folk. Yeah, but, I mean, the detective said that, that Darius could help us. Do we want to go there first? You guys seem to want to go to the warehouse. I was just thrown out there. I'm good either way. Uh, I'm kind of sniffing around the rock guy. This is a suit he's wearing? Uh, yeah, it's like an organic suit, though. 
it's uh it seems to have bonded with him i'm kind of sniffing around and clawing at it mm-hmm. uh, like as you're clawing at it i mean it's uh it, it definitely feels like rock uh for sure but there's a certain warmth to it that you you wouldn't normally be getting off of like a, a true rock surface I mean, he feels like the the surface of it, like I said, still feels rocky and so forth, but it has the temperature of human flesh. Like 98.6 on the dot. Crazy. Um, I'm just distracted by the suit right now, uh, but I'll be like, um, also, yes, I, I still think we should go uh, to the warehouse. I'm okay with that. Find get the get the address from him. Oh, um, I'm going to kind of stretch him as I kind of fall on the the rock guy and be like, Mm -hmm. "Where is this warehouse?" And kind of try to compel him to to give up the goods as well. Okay. The cat compels the. The cat compels the. The cat <laughs> oh, compels the. The cat compels the. That's red for sure. Ninety four. Okay. Yeah, buddy. I'm gonna have to find some guys that have uh, better psyches to go up against this damn cat. <laughs> Mentalists. It's always the weak point for villains. <laughs> Uh, he gives you the address of an old uh, Roxon um, warehouse. Uh, Roxon, 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 uh, in Staten Island. Uh, and as he said, it, it's uh, just along the docks there uh, in Staten, kind of facing facing Manhattan. Okie dokie. Um. Malachite, what's going to be the quickest way for us to get there? Well, I mean, I can take the underground route. Works Um, for me. I think we should probably stick together in case somebody tries to get us while we're on the way there. Um, What time is the ferry? uh, Well, you It's hit and miss, probably, in all honesty. Um, I mean, the, fer- yeah. the ferry, you know, comes and goes several times during the, during the day. Uh, but is it running on its regular schedule because of the uh, aftermath of the blip right now? Probably not. Um, you could probably bet that there's probably going to be one, you know, around 5 p.m., and it's probably around three uh, this in the afternoon at this point. And we should head that way then, unless you Sounds want good. to. I mean, I'm, we're, we're going to have to use it to get there anyway. Yeah. I've always wanted to ride the ferry. <laughs> yeah, we can go that way. Okay. Um, guess we can. The co- the comet had a car, right? He did, yeah. Uh, but it's a two-seater. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it definitely won't be fitting Malachite. <laughs> gotcha. 
So uh, Spidey and, and the cat could probably jump in there with him. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I can meet uh, you all there. <laughs> yeah, well, we can, we can, you know, take a bus over to the, well, can you fit in a bus, Malachite? No. I'll yeah, just probably, meet you there. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody's going to find me underground, so I'll just meet you all there. Now, are you going to meet at the ferry, or are you going to go to Staten Island? Let's meet at the ferry. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you want to go all the way to the warehouse by yourself. No. You just show up there. Oh. Lord knows what, what, what will be waiting for us. All right. <laughs> we'll see you at the ferry. All right, sounds good. Now, just for the record, uh, Malachite, this yep. little warehouse that you've been kind of shacking up in uh, has pretty much been ruined at this point. So uh, if there's anything here that you want to salvage and take with you, now would probably be the time because this place is going to be overrun by cops here pretty shortly. He grabs his pillow. That's it. <laughs> I got my pillow. <laughs> it's just flat as a pancake. You know my head's heavy. <laughs> so it looks like my son's pillow that he carries around with him at all times. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, Pete, is there anything that you want to, uh, to do? You guys have got about two hours to kill before the ferry. Um, I kind of walk up to Spider-Man and kind of paw at his leg. I don't think he's paying attention. Clamp, are you there? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I got I spaced out. What are we? What's going on? The cat's tapping you on your uh, on your leg. What? Trying to get your what? attention. Yes, Mister Cuddlebear. I would have that other can of tuna now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you just had tuna like an hour ago. Yes, and that was before the mighty battle. Now yes, I mean, we we need to I kind mean, of ration. We need to ration these things. Tuna is not something that I can get on a regular basis. Uh, uh, just flabbergasted right now. <laughs> I'm so, I, I, I I'm sorry, but we need to wait for the tuna, more tuna. Okay. You kind can't be starving. I am a, a large, large cat. I, and I, I'm a large boy, so... Um, yeah, I... Whose who's kind of base was this? Whose who smell is the strongest here? Uh, Malachite's. I'll run over to him. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of falling at his leg. <laughs> what do you want? I am hungry. Congratulations. He just ate an hour ago. So what would no, you like me to do about that? Surely there's food here. Uh, I mean, you can check the drawers over there. There's not much. And it starts sniffing around. That's basically what I'll be doing until we leave, is sniffing around okay. to find something to eat. <laughs> um, there is... Uh like a little mini fridge over in the corner uh and uh you can certainly smell that there's something in there for sure i'll go in the fridge 
Giant Rockman has a mini fridge. <laughs> yes. Of course he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> of course. Why, why he's, not? <laughs> he's 19 years old. Of course he has a mini fridge. <laughs> yeah, I'll go into phase into the fridge and see what I can. Oh, go phase in. Okay. All right. I've, I, the, that lack of thumbs uh, just uh, has, has no effect on you, does it? Doesn't stop him. <laughs> I was expecting you to just sit outside the refrigerator and meow for about five minutes. Meow, meow, <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> That's what my cat Malachi does. Malachi just rips the hand, the door <laughs> off the refrigerator. All right, so you're able to, to uh, kind of salvage some food uh, out of there, some lunch meat, you know, probably about a week old in there, probably. All right. <laughs> That's still good. And it's probably around about that point where you start to hear sirens off in the distance. So yeah, we uh, need to go. Likely, likely time to make haste. Come on, Mr. Cuddlebear. All right. See you guys at the ferry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go out the front door. And if we can. On your way there, I'm going to just leave this map up for the time being. Um, on your way there, is there any, anything that anybody feels like they need to do before you catch the ferry? Not really, no. Okay. All right. So you have a little bit of time to kill uh, while you're there waiting. Uh, and I'll give you just a little bit of time now that uh, I, I think uh, Spidey and... Uh, uh, Mr. Cuddlebear have had an apt opportunity to kind of learn a little bit about each other, but uh, maybe mm -hmm. you, you, I'll give you a little bit of time here to kind of yeah. talk to Malachite. How's the trip over, guys? Um, just just dandy. So, um, yeah. So, uh, what's your story, dude? What? Um, yeah. What? You, you're big. My story. You can burrow. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you can Is kick your stone ass. Composition so, malachite. I'm sorry. Is your stone composition actually malachite? Yes. Kind of sniffing. So I mean, this was all a mistake, um, an accident in the lab. Um, I don't really want to talk too much about it. Um, I do was but, an accident. Uh, you were an accident. How'd you happen? Uh, my former human tried to become more than just her former human self. Uh, she was not a, a good girl, uh, but when these blip occurred, uh, she was she became as dust like many others, and I, through an important uh, happy coincidence, took her place. Then I became a symbol. I see. What about you, Spidey? I kind of just uh, got bit by a radioactive spider and woke up with the powers one day. You are fortunate. Normally, that would just kill someone. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It was, I guess, a non-venomous radioactive spider. Um, interesting yeah so um, yeah so what I mean 
Well, you've got the the warehouse and all that. How'd how'd you come by that? It's just empty. It's pretty impressive. (laughs) Well, I needed a place to stay that would fit me, so. Are you a scientist? Yes, you could say that. Excellent. I studied earth science um, and network security. Excellent. So what what, what we have intellect on the team. What all can you do then? Well, you've seen the hyper digging, uh, pretty good fighting. You got some martial arts background. Uh, got armor skin. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can take a blow. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Um, brute strength. That's just about it. Um, I can absorb some energy. That's helpful in these mm-hmm. types of situations. So that that's about true. all I know about so far. Yeah. So I haven't I mean, had these the- powers super long. So, Mr. Cuddlebear, yeah, you can, you can obviously walk through walls and all that crap, and you've got some sort of, I guess, suggestive powers. What would make you suggest that? <laughs> well, you, you've kind of gotten information out of people. I can be persuasive. What else can you be? I'm possessing of a massive intellect. I'm still coming to understand the extent of my abilities but Mm -hmm. I am able to how should I put this in a way that does not make hear me Um, I can give people ideas and compel them to act on them power of suggestion never do that with friends I am a good boy Though I would good could go for another can of tea. You didn't no. Not yet. You just ate whatever was in that fridge. Yeah, if you stop if you don't stop eating, you're going to become a very large good boy. <laughs> yeah, so got a question for you, Malachite. Um when we were talking to the Red Rocket, um, you mentioned a <laughs> girlfriend. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what's kind of going the on there. Um, well, it's, it's obviously people are using that to harm you or find you, so it would be kind of nice for us to know what's going on too, since we're all hanging around now. It's not a girlfriend, I would say that. Um, okay. The feelings were not mutual. I had feelings, she did not. Oh, and that never ends well, but um, there's got to be more to the story. And the more we know, the less surprises there are going to be in the future. You know a name, Dr. Banner? Bruce Banner? That's the one. I've heard of him. You know his girlfriend? You do not. No. He didn't say he no. had a girlfriend. Oh, he... Technically, they're married. And you had a crush on her? You're good at connecting dots. And who is this woman? Betty. 
Betty. That's all I want to say. Does she need to be warned? I'm sorry? Does she need to be warned? Uh, no. She thinks I'm dead. She should be fine. Is Betty a soup? Is Betty a soup? She has superpowers? No. Okay. Is that what we call ourselves, soups? No. Because I'm not in with the lingo. (laughs) You can call yourself whatever you want. Actually, yeah, since we're kind of a group, we need to come up with a cool name. That's about the dumbest thing I've ever heard. The Cuddlebear Cadre. I stand corrected. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yes, I'm going to agree with you there. <laughs> no, you know, everybody's got a name. You know, the Avengers. The Tuna Cans. <laughs> now we can come up with something better than that. We'll figure it out. All right, well... We can say that you wasted enough time there to uh, uh, get a little bit of information uh, and probably some head, brain cells too. Head over to Staten Island with uh, 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 on the ferry. Uh, once you get over there, uh, it pretty much lands pretty much in the uh, warehouse district where the docks are down there. So it's really a pretty short walk to this old Roxxon building. Um, and once you get there, uh, it's in an area that is uh, kind of derelict and run down. Uh, most of these uh, places around here have been shut down for a while uh, prior to the blip. Um, and you can come across this one fairly easily. The rocks on sign has uh, has been mostly uh, taken down. There's uh, uh, an O and two X's, so it just looks like a, a, a kiss and two hugs <laughs> on the side. Um, and uh, the place is completely boarded up. Uh, a lot of the windows on the sides are, are broken. Um, and uh, there's a big probably eight foot tall uh barbed wire fence that surrounds the uh the entire building uh but connected to it so uh it has like a rather large lot uh out in front and off to the uh the west side um and then it's kind of connected at the back and uh and the east side of the building Uh, it's what so it's what early evening at this point um yeah you're probably around five thirty six o'clock uh, not too much foot traffic around uh no not in this area uh-uh. pretty desolate I mean it's uh, it, you can kind of see the tumbleweed going by <laughs> <laughs> what's our plan guys um well hold on let me see um 
I can. I'm not, not really getting anything from my spidey sense. Um, am I getting anything from my spidey sense, Chris? Uh, you're gonna probably want to roll that. Gotcha. I can't remember what rank that was. Remarkable. Okay. Got a green. Um, nothing's really kind of setting your dander up. Okay. Seems to be pretty quiet. Gotcha. So I'm not getting anything back. Um, yeah, seems to, seems to feel pretty quiet in there. Um, got to be a way to get her through the fence without phasing through it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, do we want to, like, try to find a concealed way to enter or... We just walk through the. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to hide him. I say, pointing to Malachite. <laughs> oh well, I can go under the ground if you guys want to follow behind. Yes, you could do this a tunnel. Yeah, that's true. We could do that. Just watch out for you know. Gas mains. Gas mains, subway, sewers, <laughs> water. Not my first rodeo. I think I'll be all right. Okay. Let's do it that way. Okay. Um, Malachi, go ahead and roll this time since we're trying to kind of not exactly sneak in, but but at least, uh, you know, to avoid said <laughs> said issues. Uh, go so what ahead do and I roll, roll for that? You're going to roll your power uh, rank on power. that one. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Well, yellow. I think 95. we're good. Uh, that should be on the remarkable, though. I think, isn't it? Remarkable. Uh, so ninety-five is a no, red. Yeah, your hyper digging is remarkable. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep, I did the wrong one. My bad. That's all right. But the ninety-five certainly would 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 get you in there. That's definitely not a problem. So that, oh, yeah. that would put you put you at a red on the ninety-five. So, uh, so yeah, you're able to dig through uh, and then pop up. Uh, just kind of in the middle uh, of the warehouse, you have to kind of bust through the concrete, you know, to to get in there. But uh, for for a man of your strength, that should be no issue. Uh, so you guys pop in, uh, and the warehouse is dusty, dirty, grimy, with the windows, you know, having been blown out in different places. You know, a lot of the uh, the dirt and grime has kind of found its way inside. Uh, there's a lot of empty and some semi-filled uh, barrels, oil barrels there. Uh, it is a Roxxon building, so that was kind of their main uh, intake was oil. Um, empty pallets all over the place, broken here, some solid stacked up, you know, uh, up to the ceiling in some areas. Um, in the middle of the warehouse, though, there were two large crates that have been opened uh, and the packaging material has now kind of blown all over the place in here. Uh, but based off of the size of them, the, those are certainly what housed the armors that Rock and Redeemer uh, had confiscated for themselves. Let's go check it out. Yeah, gonna sniff around and 
Did there any other like sense other than maybe the two dudes? Uh, you can you can sniff around a little bit. Oh, remarkable! Is yellow? Yellow. For my hyper smell, hyper olfactory. There are some other scents there. They're a little bit more faint, um, but yeah, there there were other individuals that had been in contact with this. To your best guess, prior to it being brought here. I'm just gonna try to mentally log those scents in case I come across them again. Okay, and you got a yellow, right? Mm-hmm. You smell three. Um, two of them are <clears throat> kind of sweaty. <laughs> um, but the third one has an acrid kind of scent to it that if if you had to draw some sort of correlation it is ever so slightly similar to uh, to malachite's scent the acrid one mhm almost almost smells like pennies okay. I'll kind of mention like there's a scent here similar to yours in Malachite but uh, somewhat Mine? like copper huh. okay they're like in a you said packaging had gone all over the place is there anything mm-hmm. that looks like an instruction manual um, no not in here There were three others here. How do you know? I can smell them. Uh, One like the Malachite, and then two others. Can you follow the scent, see where they might have gone? So the two guys that were in the suits, and then one other person. Is that what you meant, Chris, or did you mean three different? Uh, it was not the two guys that were in the suits, so you you definitely smelled those. You were looking for something other than that, right? So okay. You smelled two more plus the one that had the more acrid kind of smell. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll explain that. So a grand grand total of five, okay. probably. Oh, okay, well, okay, yeah. so three other people there. Um, any tire tracks or anything like that? Um, you'd have to go outside for that for mm-hmm. sure uh, but if you're specifically looking for it it's hard to kind of discern uh, you can give me a um, you got a heightened senses kind of thing right uh-huh. um, yep. give me a roll on that I got a green. <laughs> I bought it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Jesus. Yeah. Nope. Nothing going on out there. <laughs> Not getting any feedback on that right now. Literal <laughs> one. That's hardcore. Uh huh. You broke your nose. At least I did it on something like that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I was going to try to see if I could pick up a trail. I got a green. Okay. It, it does lead you 
outside to pretty much where Spidey uh, is kind of just scouring the area, you know, uh, and he's got his hands on the back of his hips there and just kind of stretching and looking out nothing much to look at out here um and you end up going kind of right beside him and sniffing and the the trail kind of ends dissipates you know uh very close to where he's standing and you look and you see that there were some fairly recent tire treads in the gravel uh out here um all of the other stuff looks pretty old, uh, but there's a little bit more of a deeper rut kind of right where he's standing. And he just completely missed it. <laughs> I will kind of mention, looks like they left from here. Huh? What? Kind of pull out the, the tracks. And the, and the... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I saw. I saw that. I was going to mention that. <laughs> hmm. When? Um, just curious when, when when they left mm. when did they leave you mean no um, when uh, were you going to mention it um when I came back inside right just want to clear that up <laughs> keep, keep exploring inside I guess As far as being able to track that in this urban setting and a scent that was several weeks old, like even prior to the blip, you're probably not going to be able yeah. to figure out where where they went. And, and likely, you know, they got into a truck and took sure. off. <clears throat> I say perhaps there's more clues inside. And mm -hmm. I go back in and see if we can find something. Something, anything? Mm-hmm. You wanna roll another intuition once you get inside? Ooh, uh, fifteen is white. Super white. Okay. I got nothing. That would be the roll for that, Chris. Okay, thank you. Um as far as that goes, nothing. Any, um, any feeling? Nothing? Mm-mm. Mm -mm. Gotcha. I'm not picking up anything, guys. Dead end. Well, should we just start walking around inside? Well, but they said they were supposed to bring you back here. So I guess they were going to call him or something when they got back. Whoever was think doing they would. it. You probably wouldn't think much about a cat walking around a warehouse. If you're willing to explore. Yeah, yeah. I'll walk around. We didn't find out if there was like a... Yeah, we didn't ask if there was like a time frame that they were supposed to meet them or if there was just like yeah. a signal or a call. Yeah, forgot to ask. Um, Malachi, you're a little taller than both of your... Uh, Fellow investigators here, why don't you give me an intuition roll as well? Alrighty. 21, white. Yay. Oh, really good. We on are all that. kicking bootay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we, this is one of those we probably should have called Carbon. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so as far as looking for clues and everything in here, there's not a lot really to go on. Uh, like I said, there's been several weeks since uh, these two guys picked up the equipment in the first place. Um, so really anything to try to follow unless it just happened to just jump out at you. There's really nothing here uh, to really be gleaned. This Darn it. looks Dead like end. it's pretty much just a pick up and drop off point. All right. All right. Well, I guess we should head over to Darius's then. And where was he again? Uh, he's at uh, 39th and Broadway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Back to the ferry. Dun dun dun. That was the last ferry of the night. That's Damn what it. I was worried about. <laughs> Malachite? Yeah. Can you tunnel under the river? I can. You want to go down that far? I'll hold that far in here. If the comet is with you. <laughs> yeah. Um... He asks for Malachite to uh, try to grab a big chunk of metal uh, and bring it out to uh, uh, out to the bay. Okay. Gonna boat it across? That's pretty much what he's gonna do. You're gonna all climb on top of this giant surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> And he's going to use his uh, elemental control to get you uh, uh, across the bay. Gotcha. Um, Mr. Cuddlebearer, you probably should get in my bag, I would think. Sure. So, don't want, don't want you falling off. <laughs> you get this chunk of metal uh, from out back of the, uh, of the Roxxon building uh, and toss it into... Uh, into the bay, it lands. It's it's uh, kind of a, a heavy aluminum, uh, so it's got a little bit of buoyancy to it. And uh, Comet jumps on Christian, and, and he says, "All right, come on, quick, before I lose this thing." Uh, and motions for all of you to jump on board. You guys jump on, and then he throws his hand back, and then this big wave kind of uh, catches. Uh, the back side of it and then starts to just roll uh, and you guys are surfing uh, across Hudson Bay listening to Beach Boys the whole way yeah, yeah I was going to say yeah. Spidey starts uh, humming a Beach Boys tune <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I'll take you probably about 45 minutes or so uh, once you reach the other side uh, to make your way to um, Broadway and 39th uh, to find the house of Ganymede. And if you guys will pardon me, I've had, I've been, I've, I've got uh, bronchitis and my voice is starting to go. So if it gives out, I apologize. <clears throat> no. Oh, good. It'll make it more fun. It will, won't it? 
<laughs> I thought I was going to be able to make it through tonight without it giving out, but I, I can feel it going. <clears throat> I guess it's that winter, honey. that Christmas season retail cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the house of Ganymede is uh, situated off of Broadway's East End in an old abandoned church that has been admittedly haphazardly put together uh, as a shelter house within the past two weeks since Thanos' snap. Unfortunately, the Church of the Holy Innocents, uh, which was the original uh, inhabitant of the building, was shut down mere months before Ganymede was set up. So it was still in decent condition, so little renovations were needed to at least get this new business up and running. The house is adorned with red doors at the front entrance and three rose windows that overlook the street from the second and third floors. Entering on the main floor uh, at the front, uh, there are several rooms off to the right and left uh, and a beautiful white and gray marble floor. So the church is open uh, if, if you would like to just walk inside. Um, am I getting any uh, weird feelies about this? Um, there are numerous people probably uh, within this building, uh, but nothing that's really setting your dander up too much. Uh, but you get a sense that there are other people around for sure. Okie dokie. Um, yeah, that, that feels decent enough to go in, guys. I mean, I don't, that's a shelter, so I don't see what the issue is going to be. Right. So I'm, I'm all for going in. Okay. Well, there is a desk just inside the front entrance, and it's uh, currently unmanned. Um, when you guys came in, though, you, is there you, a bell? You, you take note, actually, as you uh, were coming in, there was a bell on the door uh, that kind of announced your entrance as you came okay. in. Gotcha. Uh, and from down the hallway, you can hear footsteps approaching, uh, sneaker clad, uh, and off in the dim light, uh, they don't have all the, elect uh, the, the electricity up and running uh, in here, um, but uh, it's a woman uh, that is coming your way at this point. Uh, and to answer your question, Clint, yes. Numerous. Yep. Um... They're, we're having secrets. We're having, having secrets. secrets. We're having <laughs> secrets. Uh, and this woman, as she approaches, uh, uh, she is probably in her late 30s, maybe early 40s, uh, and is dressed comfortably, uh, but still somewhat professionally, uh, and has kind of long uh, auburn hair. Uh, and she says, hey, hi there. Uh, can I help you guys? Uh, yeah, hi. Um, I I am Peter. Um, and I was told to come here and ask for a Mr. Darius Wander. Oh. He said, 
Yes, yeah. Um, well, welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got the card. That's great. Um, uh, who are you? Uh, sorry, uh, Vera. Uh, Vera Cantor. A nice, very nice to meet you, Vera. Uh, good to meet you too. It's good to have uh, have several of you come in at once. That's that's awesome. Um, um, what 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 kind of place is this? Well, I tell uh, you what. Wait right here. I'm going to go get Darius, and he can introduce himself. And I'm sure he'd love to take you around and and show you the place. Oh, okay. Thanks. Okay, I'll I'll be right back. You just wait right here. I'll be right back. Okay. And she goes off into the distance uh, once again uh, and around the corner. Um, any guys have what the hell's going on? Anyone? Anyone? I'm going to sniff around and just kind of get a, uh, see if I recognize any sense. Um, nothing recognizable. Uh, that you know that you had smelled before, uh, you know at least in the last couple of days. Um, and then a few moments later, uh, Vera comes back around <clears throat> and uh, is followed by this kind of tall, thin, lanky, bearded, uh, long-haired. Uh, kind of hippie looking dude uh, with a beaming smile uh, and a loosely knit sweater with khaki cargo shorts and Birkenstocks. Uh, and he rushes over uh, to you guys and grabs each of your hands with a, with a hearty greeting, except for the cat, of course. <laughs> and he goes, hello, hello. Hello to all of you. I'm so glad you're here, I must say. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. And is this Spider-Man? Vera, it's our lucky day. Spider-Man is here. I understand there was a bit of a dust-up at Hell's Kitchen's uh, police station. No one yeah. was terribly hurt, I understand. Uh, yeah, that's... Um, the, the Detective McCarty told us to come down and say hi to you. What, yeah. Um, yeah, what's going on? Oh well, good, good. So glad to hear. I'm glad. I'm glad that he gave my card to you. I uh, wouldn't want any of our boys in blue to go down defending their own castle now, would we? You guys did no. such a good job. Uh, from the sound of it, we have you to thank, and this little cat, right? Hello there. And he no. he gives you a, a nice rough pet on the head and a little scritch behind the ears. Hello. Well, well done, I must say. Well done indeed. So. I suppose you're wondering who I am, yes? Well, if you aren't familiar with the House of Ganymede, I can't say I'm too surprised. We only opened up our doors within the last few weeks uh, for wayward souls just like yourselves. Individuals who've been orphaned in the aftermath of the snap. Kids with nowhere to go. Come on, come on, I'll take you on a little tour and you can ask me any questions that you have. I'm an open book. And I will share with you who this looks like. Oops. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's Russell Brand. It's Russell Brand. Trying to get him to the Greek. <laughs> exactly. I feel like I need to do some yoga. <laughs> 
Um, I'll ask um, him how he came to have this place. Well, I set aside quite a bit of money a long time ago for something uh, just like this, just in case it ever was needed. And uh, when half of the Earth's population disappeared, I figured, well, <laughs> now's the time. Um, you said it's for people like us, meaning just people that are orphaned by the blip or people that are like us? Oh, definitely people that are like you, <laughs> for sure. Um, there's not a lot of welcoming places around like that, and uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that have been orphaned not only by the blip, but by the people that they love because of the powers that they have. And I'm here to try to at least offer some place for you to catch up, regroup, maybe find a family of your own. Are you like us? Yes. Yes, I am. You hear that, Spidey? He's a soup. Yeah. Cool. Well, here. What would you say? That I was going to come up with a British soup, but then I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Fist. <laughs> um. He kind of takes you down the main hallway and there are offices that encompass that area. Actually, you know what? I was kind of working on a map. Let me just see if I can pull this up here for you. This is a work in progress, so bear with me. Green of gray. There we go. Okay, so let me see if I can get uh, him out here. Why are you quick. spinning, Mr. Cuddle Bear? I was trying to do the <laughs> zoom out again, and I don't do it right. It just spins him. No, I don't have any walls or anything set up, so you can kind of move freely, but stick uh, stick close to the aquarium there. Okay. Oh, this is aquarium here. Uh, oh, I, his name is not visible to you, but uh, to Russell Brand. <laughs> oh. Um, stay close to Darius there. Go on, Comet. So this main area here is just kind of the, the greeting area with a couple of offices off to uh, either side there. Uh, and then as you head down the main hallway, uh, down this way, this appears to be some sort of uh, kind of a very rough-hewn training uh, room. There's like uh, targets at both ends, you know, for like target practice. There's um, kind of a little, uh, the martial arts kind of fighting dummies uh, that are in there, uh, punching bags, stuff like that. Uh, and like a little area, you know, for like wrestling and, and facing off against one another there too. Uh, let me get my map up here, my uh, notes. Um, he 
does introduce you again to uh, to Vera Cantor uh, and says that she was a former elementary school teacher who decided to join the House of Gaming Meet as a counselor. And she's currently running the information desk until various can find someone to take over that position. Um, there are several other empty rooms set aside for meeting rooms and the like. Uh, and then traveling down the narrow hallway that we just came through is the large room that's kind of set aside for training purposes so the residents can practice their powers safely. When you head up the stairs uh, off there to your right and left, that takes you up to the uh, second floor, which if you scan out on the map and then move way up here, uh, will take you upstairs. Oh. Um, in this area right in here uh, is uh, what he refers to as the dormitories. Uh, these have been set up as for uh, incoming residents to bunk up. And there's a couple of kids that are meandering about. Um, there's a uh, Japanese girl uh, that seems to be maybe about 15, 16 years old. Uh, and he introduces her uh, to you guys as uh, Janice Yanazeski. Yanazeski? Mm hmm. Person. It does, doesn't yeah, it? it does. Mm -hmm. um, she's a bit aloof uh, and just kind of nods at you and, and then just kind of walks past. Um, so what's up her butt? Yeah, well, she's, she's new and she's just getting to know everyone at this point. Uh, she's a bit of a loner. Uh, but once you get down to the meat of it, she's a, she's a sweet little girl. Okay. Um, as she passes uh, from the hallway uh, just beyond her, there's another kid who looks down the hall and does a double take and uh, just freezes. And you look and you see he has a, uh, a Spider-Man t-shirt on. <laughs> uh, blonde kid that's probably about 14 or 15 years old. And he sees Spider-Man <laughs> in the hallway and he just kind of freezes and runs <laughs> in your direction. And he's like, oh, my God, is it really you? Uh, uh, yeah. <sighs> and he hugs you <laughs> just <sighs> and picks you up <laughs> very easily. Picks uh, you up. <laughs> Put me down, put me down. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. Really sorry. Uh, Adam Aronson, hi. Really, um, really a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. They just um, keep shaking your hand. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I can tell you're a fan. Uh, are, are you going to be staying here? Uh, I don't know yet. Maybe. Oh, man, this place is awesome. Uh, I mean, I've only been here about a week or so, but Darius, man, he's really super cool, and you're super cool, and I'm, I'm so happy that you're here. This is awesome. Um, Darius, you didn't tell me that he was coming. I didn't know he was coming. He just showed up at the door. Oh my god, is he gonna stay? Well, I hope so. I hope he does, yes. But let's not rush him. Let's just let's just give him a little bit of breathing room. Who are you again? Uh, Adam. Adam, Adam Aronson. Um, 
some of the folks around here have been calling me machine team. Machine team? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, um, off of him, you're getting nothing. But he's definitely super strong because, yeah. I mean, he picked you up really easy. Yeah. But okay. you are getting nothing off of him. Okay. Okay. Um, well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Adam. I'm sure we'll cross paths again soon. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Anything you need, man, just let me know. I'd be happy to, to show you around, you know, introduce you to anybody else. Uh, but awesome. So glad you're here. Oh, great to be here. And he goes running off down the hallway and he's like yelling at the people. He opens the door. Guys, Spider-Man is here. Slam. And, <laughs> and he goes in. Um, and Darius says, okay, well, sorry about that. They can be a bit of a fanboy uh, now and again, especially when someone famous shows up. So you're yeah, the most uh, famous one, though. So congratulations. Uh, uh, great. What do I win? Well, you win a trip to the sanctuary. Follow me. Sanctuary. Sanctuary. <laughs> so this is the old sanctuary of the church. Uh, not much really has changed in here uh, other than the holy decor, such as the crosses and statues have been removed. The space kind of feels a little bit cavernous and empty without them. And Darius says that he's not really sure what the room will be used for until the numbers begin to increase. Um, but he says, um, all right, well, in a nutshell, that's the building. Not much to look at, unfortunately, right now, but, uh, you know, certainly room to grow. Um, I'm sure you all have questions for me. As I said before, I'm an open book. Hit me with whatever you got. I'll never lie to you. Hmm. How many more do you expect to come? I really haven't uh, haven't a clue. Uh, with New York being such a hub of superhero activity or superpowered activity, perhaps I should say, um, I, I would expect expect this to be a bit of a hotbed of uh, activity but of course so many people were lost in the blip uh, it's hard to say how many are left that had powers before it all started do you not worry that gathering so many people of so much ability puts a target on this place hmm. I'm sure it probably does um, but <laughs> Hopefully, if we have enough here, we can defend ourselves properly, don't you think? Um, yeah, well, I mean, what if we stay here, what are you gonna, what's gonna be required of us? I'm not requiring anything of you, to be honest. Uh, just, just some place to lay your head. So we can come and go as we please? Yeah, I'm not here to tell you what you can and can't do I'm certainly here to help you if you uh, if you if you need it and perhaps you know maybe we can come to some sort of agreement as to what the house of Ganymede needs to be what can I be for you what can we be together sort of a hostile meets co-op 
Sure, sure. We're here to help each other and perhaps maybe to help others in need here in our city in this time of strife, don't you think? Um, yeah, it's a great idea. Nothing. <laughs> um, give me one second here, Clint. Actually, I did. We're all off the wrong column on that, but it would still be a white. Very much a white. He, mm, well, there's not much I can give you. We'll, we'll have to come back around to that, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, really, no, this is just a safe haven for now. Um, what, what we become, I think it depends on who else we bring in and really what you want this to be. Well, um, I feel like we should be completely honest with you here. If you bring us in, for some reason, all of us have been attacked in two, diff two different instances since we helped the police station out. Well, I would say that that's probably not as uncommon as you think, especially right now. These... Technically, two of us were attacked. Two of you? No, Spider four of us. Was, you were very much specifically the target of the vulture, as was Malachite was the target of the other people. Uh, yeah, if you want to be specific, sure. So you're saying that other people here have been attacked as well? Yeah, I would say easily most of the most of the other children that are here have had a run-in or two, um, and it's sort of what probably brought them to me. Uh, many of them have been in hiding, not just since the snap, uh, but even prior to that, either hiding from their own parents or hiding from the law or whatever the case may be. People don't really understand uh, those with superpowers. They look at the heroes like the Avengers, and they had been accepting of that for quite some time just because, well, they saved New York in the great battle several years ago, of course. International news. But then that terrible explosion uh, that happened uh, and... Uh, Sokovia uh, has cast a, a bit of a shadow on, on those of us with, with superpowers and now knowing that half of Earth's population was taken away in, in the blink of an eye due to a superhero battle, well we're not being looked very kindly upon at this time so The and people that have been attacked has anyone been attacked by the same person or group of people? Out of, the, all different? out of the children that are here, uh, I don't believe that there's been any correlation between them, no. 
Interesting. And I, I would say most of them have probably been attacked by just regular, normal, everyday humans that just don't understand who they are or what they are. But well, you've been attacked by other powered individuals. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yes. How, and this has been fairly recent then, I suppose. Today. 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 Oh, dear. <laughs> mm. Well, I can't go back to the apartment. Well, you can certainly stay here. That's what we're here for. We can't go back to your warehouse, Malachite. They yeah, obviously know where gone. to find you. So I guess we're kind of, if we want a roof over our head, we're kind of stuck here. The Comet doesn't know anybody in town. Mr. Cuddlebear, do you know any place, any other place we might be able to stay? Um, just a, other than the... You said your lab was destroyed, right? Yes, and the, the subway system is very smelly. Yeah, it doesn't really work that well for us. They'd kick us out. <laughs> yeah. Well, this place I, seems like it would have ample cans of tuna. Uh, <laughs> well, if not, then we can go and get it for you. He's kind of a stickler for tuna. <laughs> a lot. Chicken. Canned chicken? <laughs> Again, I will look like you're crazy. But you eat canned tuna. Tuna comes in a can. <laughs> chicken comes in a can. I have never seen chicken in it. Tuna is the chicken of the sea. You've never seen chicken in a can? Uh, no, my human would never do such things. She would, our, our, we would have, if we had chicken, it was prepared. Okay. Alrighty then. Um, For him, canned tuna was like a treat. Okay. But like, he's no, from I, a rich family, like they would like you know make meals and stuff. Canned tuna. So, uh, there. What's his last name again? Uh, Wonder. Mister Wonder, how many uh, kids do you have here right now? <laughs> well, first off, you don't have to call me Mister Wonder. Actually, I should probably. I told you I wasn't going to keep any secrets from you. This Darius Wonder is a persona that uh, I put out there for the mundanes. Uh, my real name is Wondar. Um, I am actually not from this planet. <laughs> okay. I was sent to Earth uh, as a child in the 1920s, and my friends now have come to call me the Aquarian. Um, and I believe that comes from my stint on Broadway in a, in a particular musical called Hair. You were in Hair? Yeah, and Jesus Christ Superstar, yes. Who'd you play? Well, Jesus, of course. <laughs> in Hair? Oh, and Burger. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, Lord. But I come from the planet become uh, and when I was sent here uh, by my parents uh, I was bombarded with cosmic rays upon entering earth space uh, 
and landed in the swamps of southern Florida. And you read the comic books, right? I'm pretty sure those Simon and Schuster boys uh, somehow got hold of my story and turned me into Superman. What planet were you from again? Dakam. How do you spell that? D-A-K-K-A-M. Gotcha. How far away was it? Um, truthfully, I don't, I don't know. Uh, the planet is, uh, uh, numerous light years away. Uh, but since I'm unable to travel, I, I'm really not quite aware of how space travel really works. I know I can't get back there anytime soon. Not Try clicking to... your heels together. Mm, can't do that. <laughs> There's no way to communicate with your people. I was not provided with that, no. Uh, I was sent in a bit of a, of an emergency. Um, and not long after I landed, I was attacked by assassins from Dakam representing the religious order known as the Trium- Triumvirate, who had my birth parents murdered for spreading rumors. And sadly, after that, I was locked away for many years on Earth by an organization known as Project Pegasus. And it was there I came into contact with one of the Infinity Stones, one of the ones that Thanos used to blip half of humanity and half of creation uh, out of existence. But it was a combination of the cosmic rays coursing through my body and the contact with uh, this Infinity Gym that brought my powers to fruition and opened up my mind to the universe. Uh, And I was able to break free from the facility in the late 1960s. So I set up a new identity. I starred on Broadway for a little bit uh, back in the early 70s and 80s. But I knew the day of the snap was going to come. So I set up a fund for my earnings on Broadway to mature so that I could set up this sanctuary when the time came. You knew this was going to happen? I did. Wait, didn't... Oh. Did you stop it? I couldn't stop it. No one could stop it. The Avengers couldn't stop it. Well, you knew it was going to happen. You could have done... When did you know that it was going to happen? Probably about 1968. But you could have done so much to try to stop it. There was nothing that could be done. There's only one answer to the question. There was only one way to solve this. To let it happen? No. Well... (laughs) I'm there's afraid always, so. There's always another way. Here, come. That's bullshit. Here. Let me <laughs> let me share something with you. Come, come. Sit. And he sits on the floor cross-legged. Uh, uh, okay. I'll sit on the floor cross-legged. I come on, all all three, all, all of you, come come sit sit. Put the cat in your lap. 
I'll see. And he puts his hand out both ways. Take Malachi can't sit cross-legged, so he just plops down on his ass. <laughs> Take my hand. All right. You take his hand? Yep. Yeah. All right. This feels a little weird <laughs> and a real kind of new agey bullshit. Uh, but he says to you, close your eyes, breathe deeply. Uh, wh- <clears throat> what does this got to just, do? Just, just do as I tell you to. Just take a nice, deep, cleansing breath. Close your eyes. As soon as you let out that little expulsion of air, suddenly your minds expand and you see colors. That's what she said. (laughs) Flying past you at, at lightning speed and a tunnel of stars floods your vision. You can hear the thoughts of everyone in the circle and expands out to the rest of the building and then out to the street and then all of New York and beyond. When it all seems to be too much, everything caves back in on itself and you are alone, floating in a sea of galaxies. You see off in the distance this little pinpoint of light that slowly begins to grow. And it morphs into the great city of Wakanda. Now, you've never seen this city before, but somehow instinctually you know it is that place simply by the imagery. And a great shield has been risen to protect the city from a horde of frightening invaders. You see the members of the Black Order commanding this alien battalion as they swarm the shield, sacrificing themselves in wave after wave until finally breaching it as the Avengers and the people of Wakanda stand ready to defend. A great battle ensues. And as hard as they fight, the heroes seem to be losing. And then the sky suddenly erupts with thunder and lightning, announcing the arrival of the thunder god Thor, who brings with him two members of the Guardians of the Galaxy, Rocket Raccoon and Groot. The battle turns as the heroes are drawn outside the city to defend the vision from Thanos. The Scarlet Witch is faced with the horrible decision to rip the Mind Stone from the Vision as Thanos approaches. Holding off the Mad Titan, she destroys the stone, along with it the Vision whom she has grown to love. Thanos approaches her, stating that he understands the sacrifice that she has made, and then uses the Time Stone to reverse time reforming the Vision's body and ripping the stone from him once again, adding the final piece to his Infinity Gauntlet. And then suddenly from the heavens he is struck down by Thor's axe 
and the Avenger lunges at him and pushes the axe further into the tyrant's chest and Thanos says you should have aimed for the head and he snaps his fingers and then there is dust a dust each of you are all too familiar with your hearts reel again with the despair and the grief that came along with losing your families and friends as you relive that moment again. But then something else happens. A new feeling overtakes that despair. It's a feeling of hope. And in this moment, at this time, you know that you are right where you are supposed to be. And somehow, someday, things will be set right. You don't know how, and you don't know when, but all of this was not for naught. And then the vision completes, and you are seated once again in the circle. But you now, those, those fears, that concern of why didn't you do something? You know that there was nothing to be done. And Peter, you also see a particular vision that is maybe not revealed to the other two. And it is in the moments um, before the snap in another place. And you see Doctor Strange and Tony Stark. And you see Tony look at Doctor Strange. And he holds up one finger. Just the same way that Darius held up the one finger to you just now. And that means something. Do I know what that means? Other than there's only one thing that could that could be done, and it has been done. Okay. And that feeling of hope that comes along with this movement of the finger. There is peace that comes with this. With all the despair that surrounds that that one moment in time, you now feel at peace. Now, here's the thing, lads. Since being subjected to the power of the cosmic rays over 100 years ago, I've been able to have visions just like the one that I shared with you. Visions of the past, the present, and the future. Something I call the sacred timeline. Now, when I see the visions of the future, sometimes they come true, sometimes they don't. This is what a lot of people refer to as the butterfly effect, where something you do now affects the future in different ways. 
I've always been cautious to make decisions on what I've seen in my future visions. But now, I have to tell you something. Since the vision I just shared with you, I have yet to have any more future visions. The blip broke the sacred timeline. Our future, for the first time in galactic history, is unwritten. But you felt what I did, yeah? Hope. There is hope, lads. And I think we can foster that hope by finding others like us and ensuring that life can endure. So what do you say, lads? Want to change the world with me? I mean, I guess I got nothing better to do. I believe it is my purpose, though I also believe with sounder strategy, we can avoid silly mistakes. Like, I don't know, giving the Mad Titan a freaking time stone. <laughs> That's obviously out of character. Because yes. <laughs> really, like, without it, he can't do it. Like, without the time stone, he, he fails. There's no other way he can get the time stone except for giving it to him. He can literally hide it anywhere in time. There's no way for him to find it. Oh, it drives me insane. Sorry, I'm sorry. And Clint, to answer your question, yeah. That's why that's why it was only you that got that part. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, I think I'm picking up on some of these secrets. Obviously. Mikasa <laughs> Asukasa. I'll have Adam take you uh, to the dorm so you can pick out your rooms. I suppose we'll need to go on a little run for some uh, some food for the little one here, right? Uh, just he'll eat anything. <laughs> Make yourselves at home, get to know each other, and we will have some dinner tonight and we can discuss the future later. Okay. And he hops up and heads out. Uh, and he sends uh, Adam back in, very excited to, to show you guys to your rooms. Great. Um, yeah. Hey again, Adam. Hey, okay. So I'm going to show you. Uh, there's a couple of bunks that we got set aside for you guys. Uh, I assume that you all kind of want to be pretty close together since you came together. Uh, and I can yeah. I can set you guys up. Yeah, that'd be great. Appreciate it. Uh, so he takes you over into <sighs> this area right in here. Uh, so this big room in this area right here would be for uh, for you guys. And, um, he tries to pump you guys for information for, uh, for a bit. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, he kind of gets the hint that you guys kind of probably want to be alone for a little bit so you can have a little discussion yourselves. Uh, so he'll take his leave. And I will kind of let you guys at this point kind of tell me what you guys want to do from here forward. 
you now have at least somewhere that is kind of a centralized location uh, for you uh, and someone that is certainly willing to assist in, in certain ways, but um, he hasn't really set, set forth any particular plan for you. Uh, and, you know, what, uh, what do you guys want to do at this point? We've got a couple of dangling plot threads out there. Is dude in here with us? No, nah, he he left. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you you mean Darius? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll take him out of there so he doesn't distract you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna say to everybody that I feel like it's only a matter of time before he asks something of us. I would agree. Like no yeah. one is truly altruistic. That maybe children. Yeah, um, yeah, but he's too I mean, much all about what we want to do. Why is he singling us out? You know, we, we, he's got a lot of other superheroes here. Why is it that he's catering to us? You know, what do you want the future to be? It's just a little weird. Yes. But he may be useful. Yeah. You guys trust I mean, him? We, play the game for a little while I I don't know if I trust him I don't either something's Seems. off yeah I still <sighs> he knew it was going to happen and did nothing yes that disturbs me as well I don't I don't care about all that holistic hoodoo voodoo he could have stopped it or at least tried exactly I mean people probably would have thought he was crazy but somebody would have listened the Avengers would have listened they knew what was going on it, it strikes me almost like a religious fervor the belief in the yeah. He, what he said, sacred timeline? Yeah. So what are we going to do? I mean, the warehouse was a bust. Well, safety in numbers. You guys were the ones targeted. So... Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm worried about. I mean, are we putting all these kids here in danger? Right. By staying here? So what, what, I mean, what, what do we got? What, we got to figure out who's trying to capture you, Malachite, and right. figure out why the Vulture was coming back after me. That could have been totally personal, but I don't think it was. Well, I mean, it's been a while. Do we want to try to hit up the warehouse again? Yeah, we could go back we can get that surfboard back up and running <laughs> <laughs> yeah or do we want to wait till tomorrow or do we want to do it at night well that you know no one's around um maybe there's a way we can trace the suits themselves like find out who makes such things 
um, and that could give us clue to who's behind it, who's whoever's after Malachite. Yeah, but the suits are gone from the warehouse now. Um, but our detective friend should have should have them. Yeah. Clint and Landon, make an intuition feed for me real quick. <coughs> nope, man, we're good. Yeah, we are good. Okay, awesome. Yep, two whites. Wee, wee. Okay, <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> I know. Um, <sighs> Any chance I can make an intuition? Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. You're, you're just a damn cat. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's the, that's the only thing I got. If we could somehow find a way to track the suits themselves. I want to know why we have not learned to call karma yet this game. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why we have, why I'm, I'm actually, because I'm clicking a button rather than rolling. Right. Out. Yeah. That's right. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, going back to the warehouse and what the hell, why was that one cop going to like arrest us? Yeah, that female it? cop. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What? Not a cop. What uh, was she? She was uh, from a government organization uh, yeah. uh, called Damage Control. Yeah. What the hell did they want with us? Right. What did they want with you? Bastards. I I could be the lead. Check out uh, her. See what see what's up with them. Yeah. Wonder if um, Darius knows anything about her. Mister Aquarius or whatever the hell his name is <laughs> knows anything about damage control. Yeah. Well, speaking of damage control, my hole is probably still there. We could probably take the same path. <laughs> yeah, back in. Well, they they may have sealed that. You would think. Are you, are you talking about going back to the uh, police station? Or back yeah. to Roxxon? Oh, yeah, you didn't dig. Well, you did, did dig into Roxxon, but it was on the Staten Island side. Yeah. So, yeah. But you were trying to break back into the police station? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I hyper dug out of there. Yeah. yeah. I would think they would probably have sealed that up fairly quickly. <laughs> of course, the whole grand th- scheme, uh, the whole grand theme, that I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm too fucking tired. Uh, <laughs> it's been less than 24 hours, probably, since right. that attack. Exactly. Oh, wow. I mean, what, I mean, what would we want to go back to the police station? Where, where do you think it landed? No, I don't know. I mean, if we could find that lady, see what's going on with her. I want to stay as far away from her as possible. Well, if you if you recall when she showed up, she came in after the fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's likely that she would not be there now. Right. They would have their own like, base of operations though, right? 
you would think. Yeah, damage control it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could just kind of sneak in there and take a peek around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go into the belly of the bear. <laughs> so we have three, I think, different things to kind of maybe look into at this point. Um, we've got damage control. We've got this Mr. Blue character that hired Rock and Redeemer. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got the Vulture, uh, you know, and why he showed up to. Yeah, we don't know exactly why fighting. he showed up. Yeah. Um, and I can fast forward just a little bit since we're pretty much right at time. I can fast forward just a little bit, like maybe to after dinner. Um, and I can have McCarthy pop in to check in on you guys to see if you actually showed up. Good, good. Um, and so he pops in, says, Hey, fellas, glad to see you took my advice. Yeah, thanks. Who's what's up with this freak show? Okay, so here's what I've been able to get so far from the wrecking crew and your old buddy Adrian Toons. Yeah. Um, just after the blip, the superhuman prison out in the Atlantic offshore of New York, uh, called the Raft, suffered a power outage, and a bunch of the villains in one wing made a break for it in the ensuing chaos. And it looks like damage control actually helped to cover this up uh, because nobody knows about it. So Tombs hooked up with a fellow by the name of Mac Gargan and the three surviving members of the wrecking crew and made their way uh, to shore to meet up with the shocker and a fellow by the name of Phineas Mason from his old crew. Mason got Vulture's wings up and running again, but when he tried to convince Mason to join up with him again, he refused, said he was contracted with a new guy who was funding his work. Mr. Blue. Eh, no mention of the name. So Mr. Toombs and Mason got into a bit of a row with the sh- uh, got into a bit of a row with each other, and the shocker stepped in the middle to cool things down. Vulture and Gargan took off and had been on the down low until Spidey shows up at the precinct. Toombs really has it out for you, doesn't he? He, Yeah, I guess. So here's what I'm worried about now, though. Several of these guys back at the precinct escaped. The dude in the big wheel, the Mm -hmm. skateboard dude, uh, the shocker. Also, we weren't able to get him. Uh, They must have picked him up and ran off with him. They all got a good look at you guys, and we know that the crew is working for this other guy that's funding this tinkerer fella, Mason. So I wanted to come to you and fill you in on what I have found out so far and to tell you to keep your heads low. Not only is damage control looking for you, you now you've pissed off some superpowered thugs that may have a bone to pick with you since you ended up putting some of their gang behind bars. So I'm worried about whatever this other whoever it is that's funding these guys at this point. 
at least we've got the wrecking crew and the vulture in custody uh, right now. But there's more out there, so just be on your guard. So you haven't heard, you don't know anything about a Mr. Blue? <sighs> These other two aren't talking. Um, they're military. The two that you, uh, that were in the armor yeah. type stuff. The one that's in the rock armor, we don't know how to get him out. Uh, and unfortunately, he's been turned over to damage control at this point because we don't have the means to, to keep him. The other guy, we were able to get him out of the armor, and he's pretty much harmless at this point. But he ain't talking. They're former military. Uh, and they're basically just given an old rank and serial number. They don't work for the government anymore. Is there any way to tra trace the technology behind the suit? If I had my guess, to be honest with you, that suit that the, the big gold dude was wearing, that really looked a whole lot like Stark Tech to me. And I, trust me, I've had some experience with Stark Tech. Now, it was crude. Um not as powerful as you know some of his other stuff but that definitely had to have been like a prototype of the hulkbuster armor why did damage control want us i don't know she didn't give me much amory doesn't give me much anytime i see her but she has her agenda and that agenda is usually for the u.s government which is why she didn't say much. But if you want my advice, stay clear of her. You don't want to stick your nose too far into that because it's likely you're not, you're going to get it stuck and you're not going to get it out. Also what she said. You think it's safe for us to stay here? probably not safe for you to stay anywhere in this city but yeah. not very many people know about this place yeah but aren't we, aren't we putting everybody here in danger by being here though well my understanding from what I hear is there's more people like you here safety in numbers yeah I guess stick here for a while I'll do some work on my own I really can't be seen coming in and out of here myself all that much uh, but I'll try to be in contact when I can and if I can find any other place for you guys to stay if you're not comfortable here I'll do the best that I can I'll send but, an insect if we need you but don't go back to your apartment no, I wasn't planning on it. All right. Take care, kids. Thanks, detective. Thanks. All right. So what lead do you want to follow up on uh, for next time so I can kind of plan ahead for that? What do you guys think? We have a starting point with the warehouse. 
Vulture, we've got no idea. Um, so try to look into the Mr. Blue connection. Yeah. And that would be where the warehouse would lead us to, hopefully. But I'm not sure, you know, we've been to the warehouse. Um, so wait, which one of the dudes was hired away from the wrecking crew? Which one was that again? Um, th this Phineas Mason basically reached out to the vulture and said, hey, you know, you can join up with us, but I'm not going with you is, yeah. is really what it came down to. Oh, okay. And uh, when they got into it, Shocker kind of jumped jumped into the mix and was and kind of got them separated. Vulture went his own way, okay, so uh, and the mind. other guys, the Wrecking Crew, kind of hooked up with this Phineas and the Shocker, and apparently now are working with whoever it is that uh, Phineas was working with. Okay, that was so funny. Maybe, so maybe we can try to track down one of these guys and follow right. them back to whoever's hiring it. That works for me. No, I'm okay. Maybe set a trap. How do you want to go about doing that? Um, Spider-Man, you are the celebrity. What if uh, we say you were making a public appearance somewhere? And then when they come for you, we snatch them up. Use me as bait. Yes. Not a bad idea. Yeah. I guess so. Um, we want to put it, make it someplace. Oh, yeah. Only problem with that is if you put out on making a public appearance, some, you know, People like Adam are going to be there and we're endangering the public. Hmm. What if we use them as the public? We could rally other individuals from this place for the, the public meet and greet. That kind of, in a way, makes a direct straight line if what people start paying attention that puts a direct line between everybody there and this place though it puts a whole lot of people at risk what if we limit the announcement to only the bad guys so they are the ones who believe that there will be this. How do we do? How do we get to announce to them directly to them only? Oh, maybe I'm we just, could. I'm just the idea person. You're the smartest cat in the world. Come on, you can do better <laughs> than that. All right, <laughs> fine. What if we have someone hack their phones or uh, social media? Villains have social media. Um, we could use the vulture, possibly. Yes. Yes. What if we say that the vulture has had a change of heart, even? No, Just... but leak information to the vulture, and I bet he could get it to of where we're going to be, and... Yes. 
that could work. Just we have him in custody. And I bet he could get it to people fairly easily still. Perhaps in exchange for a lighter sentence or something. Or perhaps we can just compel him to do such. There you go. I like that idea. How would you get the information to the vulture? Well, where is he in custody? Probably still at the precinct being held uh, in one of those mm -hmm. cages down in the basement. Mm -hmm. so go to the precinct. Break back into the precinct. <laughs> yeah. We have a tunnel. You do have a tunnel. <laughs> McCarthy would probably help us. He wanted us to keep our heads low. Yeah. Just break back into the precinct. I mean, I do have background in network security. Could kind of get into the systems potentially. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So All right, I think we got a plans. little bit of a plan there. I think our plan's coming together, gentlemen. Okay. Well, let me kind of think about that a little bit. I may uh, throw something up on the uh, Facebook page and ask a couple of questions and we might shore up the plan just a little bit over the next two weeks, but uh, gotcha. uh, gives me some ideas about where we're going. Uh -huh. This is uh, where I wanted us to get so that we got to uh, a place where the story could really start to kick off. So, yep. so now, now it's kind of falling mm -hmm. into your hands on which direction you want to go. So it's branches. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, may good. we all roll better two weeks from now yes exactly no more whites call fucking karma. Karma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i did give you karma for last time didn't i yes or did, did i not yes you did yes yeah. all right so for this time around uh i'll drop a, a hundred karma on you guys thank uh, you um, not bad for all white rolling i know really <laughs> <laughs> um i do We'll want to role play something with you, Chris, mm -hmm. before the next game. Yep, that's fine. And that conversation. If, if the other guys want to sign off here, uh, yeah, we, we can that's, do that real quick and kind of get you caught up. More secrets. Sorry. Secrets. 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 No fun. <laughs> <laughs> so then our plan would be. Yeah, because next. Play... Oh, that's the day after Christmas. Yeah, are we going to play the day, day after Christmas? Christmas? I'm, I don't know that we'll be home yet. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I might be, I'm pretty much going to be driving, I think. I might end up driving back Monday, but mm -hmm. I might have to drive back on Sunday, and it's like an eight-hour drive. Okay, yeah. Well, let's let's just skip it, and then we'll meet back again on the 9th. Did you hear what happened? Did Bob ever text you or anything? No, uh -uh. he didn't. It's he forgot all about us. He did. All right, so January 9th is the next one. Um, I should be totally good for that. We, I will be closing Aladdin Jr. that I have directed. We were supposed to have been performing this whole weekend, and one of our kids got COVID. Oh, yay. Uh, yeah. God. So, yeah, we had to shut it down after our Monday night tech. So hmm. that will be closing performance, but it's a matinee. There really isn't anything to do for teardown, so I should be good for that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so we'll shoot for the ninth then. Yeah. Works. Great. Okay. All right. 
Well, thanks for joining us tonight, and hopefully yep, next time I have my voice back. Right, yeah, yeah, soon. Yeah. Better, man. See you guys. All right, see you later. Take it easy. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.